Hello and welcome to Just Talking. Today we're going to talk about Katie's first snow day in New Jersey. We're going to talk about some ancient graffiti at Pompeii. We got a lot of happy headlines and some indulgences. Let's dive in. Let's talk about it. Anything and everything. Let's discuss this calmly and rationally. Come on in here. Let's talk about it. Wait, wait, wait. Let's discuss this. All right. What's up? Week three in a row. I put it on the board, Katie. I put it on the board. We're going to tally our weeks. Today was easy because Katie didn't have work today. We hung out all day. She walked the dogs. Katie is sitting in the chair next to me in some jeans that they're like, they're like, here are my fashion words. They're tight up top, but they're like flare out like bell bottoms, but not really bell bottoms. They're kind of like a mixture of bell bottoms and dad jeans, but only from the mom knee- jeans. Mom Boyfriend jeans is what I was going to say. But they're not boyfriend jeans in the waist to the knee. They're just boyfriend jeans from the knee down. They're pretty baggy from the thigh to the knee. Mm, Yeah. Yeah, they're they're, uh, fit and flare. Yeah, but boyfriend jeans are like saggy in the butt usually. Yeah, they're saggy. They're baggy all around. But these ones are nice. They're from Target. They're like the... Girls, you know, bell bottoms are back in, but not like typical like flare at the bottom. They're the flood ones. They they go above the ankle, yeah. and mm-hmm. it's just past a boot cut. And she's just wearing uh, a uh, talking Yanks uh, crew neck sweater that I designed. I'm I look a like a designer. bum right now. <laughs> no, I think you look cute. Katie, no. Katie one time said, what do you know about fashion? And I said, I have my own line of clothing that sells a good amount every month. So I really shut her up. I mean, that doesn't have anything to do with fashion. I'm a clothes designer. designer. (laughs) You say that I I hear the words and I understand their meaning, but you're not, you don't have a fashion line. I think I'm wearing a shirt that I designed right now. Yes, but did you design it with fashion in mind? Yeah, I want people to look good when they wear it. (laughs) No, you don't. You want people to wear your jokes. That was, that was really hurtful. Why? That's well, the you point. You're calling my fashion line a joke. Not, How do you think Versace no. would feel? Jimmy, you make novelty t-shirts. Like t-shirts that have inside They're novel? jokes. Oh, God. This is not going to end well, so I'm just going to stop oh, yeah, now. Yeah, I'll end right there. All, <laughs> my fashion sh- line is novel. That's great. I like that. It's not a fashion line, though. Well, Katie got her first uh, snow day. I did. It was exciting because we're on the island of New Jersey, which doesn't get a ton of snow. And if it gets comes, it doesn't stick. But we had we woke up to uh, I would say an inch, no more than an inch, maybe half an inch. But it was can, the ground was covered. It was an inch on the sidewalks. Can I share with the people uh, how the snow day happened for me? Yeah, in my us, eyes. Tell us the tale. I woke up <laughs> around eight thirty or nine. Yes, I'm a late sleeper. To a text message from Jimmy's mom to the group chat for his family. It was it was a week day. What? So I'm, I'm saying, in the midst of a story here. The, I've got a storyteller voice going. Ah. We ah. we weren't being lazy. It was a week weekend, so we could sleep in. Beside the point. I never said that we were being lazy. I just said I'm a late sleeper. Anyways, wake up. I see the text message. It's a picture of the boardwalk covered in snow. So I jump out of bed, all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, and I ran over to the window, and I, uh, I 
I, oh, man, I really screwed it up there. Anyways, I opened up the blinds to see if there really was snow on the ground. And sure enough, there were like, there was like an inch of snow covering everything. It was beautiful. I was so excited. So I woke up Jimmy. I was like, Jimmy, Jimmy. It was like Christmas Day for a kid for me. First day of snow is always exciting. I like getting to experience it through your eyes. I was very excited. Um, Still excited for more to come. We're supposed to get more next weekend. I like the shovel, which people would find crazy. (laughs) Jimmy got so excited. We went and bought a new shovel, and Jimmy shoveled his way home from the hardware store, which was two blocks from our house. So we shoveled a path two blocks to our house. Someone's going to want to walk on that sidewalk. I helped him out. Yeah, it was really sweet. I don't do it to help others at all. Uh, It's not altruism. That's not true. I enjoy it. It's like zen. I enjoy shoveling. Should I buy us wood plates? Jimmy has a thing. I do too now. Now I notice it. But like the screeching of fork to plate. plate with your knife. And the plates we have right now are apparently, according to Jimmy, they're the worst. Yeah, my whole family does it. Like we would have friends over, come sit at our dinner table, David. And he would, <laughs> he, calling you out, David. Well, he's a good example because he ate with us every night and he would cut the plate. And my whole family would go, oh, <laughs> but the plates we have are really, really bad. I have I now have currently have shivers just thinking about it. It's like nails on a chalkboard for me. But yeah, we have a lot of guests coming and it's it's rude when they like make a tiny noise on the plate and you, we jump down their throats because it's just my reaction to it. Like, oh, stop. You're just very aware of it. But uh, well, so what do you? how do you feel about wooden plates? Sure. Get some wooden plates. I like if they're cheap and they don't make that noise. I like them. Okay. Cool. So anyway, we, we I shoveled the whole entire neighborhood. I like shoveling. It's like a Zen thing. It's because I said this on John Boy and Jake. cathartic for you. I said you. it on the radio show with Jake. It's because when the snow is on the ground, nothing green is there and green things in the, in the world are... Are, I'm allergic to. So when the snow is <laughs> covering them all up, I can breathe so good. So I just go out there and like. <sighs> yeah. And then it's a cathartic thing. It's just like, I love shoveling along that sidewalk. Like I shoveled the, from the beach. I shoveled our entire block. And then when you stand there, you look back and you can see a tangible thing. Like I fucking just did that. Yeah. It's very rewarding for him. <laughs> Katie threw her back out. You want to talk about that before we get into our main topic? Uh, no, I'd rather not. All right. She was in a lot of pain. She's doing better now. Thank you for all your Had thoughts and prayers. Had to get x-rays. Um, I'm aging at an incredible pace. Same as everyone else, I think. Nah, One day at a time. I don't know. No, I think I'm, I'm aging at an accelerated rate. Okay. Cool. Cool. We have a really interesting main topic today. Yes, we do. When I told you this is what we were going to talk about, what did you think? I was like, okay, yeah, sounds good. I used to be obsessed with volcanoes. Okay. Um, and lava. Like the idea of seeing a, a volcano erupt was really exciting to me. Mm-hmm. I think it came from seeing what was that movie called? Uh You can watch videos of volcanoes erupting, but you can't watch a video of a whale just oh, existing. Oh god, no. We've been over this a hundred and ten times. Okay. It's an irrational fear. I know it is. But that doesn't change the fact that I'm deathly afraid of whales. All right. Well, here's our main topic. Pompeii in Italy. Well, it wasn't really in Italy then. It was like Rome. Uh, city of Pompeii. Ro- it's Mount- not in Rome. What? 
It's not in Rome. It was a Roman city state. Oh, oh, I see. Italy didn't exist until yes. like 1920. I don't know. Uh, the eruption of Mount Vesuvius in 79 AD covered the city of Pompeii. It killed everyone in a flash heat, and it covered them in, I don't know how many feet, but uh, let's just put a crazy number on it, like 20 feet of ash. All right? And then what happened was they found out that they could take clay, and in, there's, there's cavities in the ash where things were. So the ash covered, like, the town. And then where things were, they... they over 300 years or thousand years, 3000 years, they deteriorated, deteriorated in the ash and left air cavities because the ash had hardened. So what the, and what would they be called? I don't know what they are. Like what Ross was for friends, basically. Uh, Archaeologist. Archaeologist. They injected a clay into those cavities and then you pull the, the clay out and you're like, holy shit, that's a human body. Yeah. Oh my God. That's a loaf of bread. So they have all these artifacts. I went to Pompeii with my family and I was blown away. It was like absolutely crazy. Like it sucks that the volcano hit that town and they all died. But it's it's actually was like one of the coolest things that happened for the study of history. So I didn't know that they had, I didn't know about them injecting the clay inside the cavity. I thought that their remains were just encased in the molt, like the, the molten lava, like when it cooled. But now that I think about it, that's really stupid because it would just disintegrate yeah, whatever it Yeah, so touched, they, they right? found like air cavities and they injected them and they found all this stuff and they found walls, they found breads and they get like a really good look into what life was like in 79 AD, which is insane. Like the, the bread is crazy. They had to-go places, so you would just, they would have bread in the ovens. Like you can see the ovens when you go there and then they had a window and you could just put it on the window and like you would get a, a loaf of bread to go. And that kind of shows just the normal day that was happening. Like they weren't aware. No one was running away. They were baking bread to go like at the countertop. Yeah. And then the volcano. It's kind of sad. But like I said, it's sad for the people that died, but it's fascinating for the study of history. It's eerie though to see. I mean, it's kind of like, what's that one? Uh, There's an island. That's off topic. Never mind. I won't get into it. All right. Uh, So anyway, there's so much sexual stuff in Pompeii. (laughs) <laughs> there was brothels with like the menu still on the wall. You can see that if you go, there's all this stuff that they found. And the first time someone tried to found it was in 15 something in the 16th century. And they were digging, uh, cause they had to, they wanted to change the course of a river. So they called in an architect to help. And he was so startled by the sexual explicit frescoes and other objects that were unearthed that he chose to cover everything back up. And just be like, nope, we'll preserve this for another generation of people to find and see. And then in the 17th century, they remained buried until uh, an influential excavation of that time. Uh, and Pompe- they were looking for Pompey's treasure- treasures. They were handled carefully. In 1819, Francis I, the future king of the two Sicilies, was so shocked by the explicit nature of the erotic items that he ordered them locked away in a secret cabinet. Access was restricted. He's an idiot because if he's really that conservative, he could have used that as an example of like, see what God did to these people for being so vulgar. That's true. He he well, erupted they, a volcano on They him. weren't released to the public until 2000. Wow. They had incorporated phallic into furniture, oil lamps, and even wind chimes. 
So there's just like dildos everywhere. Erotic encounters were depicted in mosaics and on frescoes on the walls of homes. Erotica was everywhere. The most infamous object unearthed is a detailed sculpture of a, of Pan engaged in bestiality with a goat. Oh, God. The artwork belonged to Lucius Pontifex, Julius Caesar's father-in-law. Brothels were quite famous in ancient Pompeii, and approximately 35 establishments existed at the time of the eruption. Prices were listed as graffiti on the walls. Services were depicted in paintings, and the graffiti was also revealed graphic details about the visitors and their experiences. Murals from brothels depicted fair-skinned women in a variety of positions with tanned athletic men on ornate beds. Contrary to the depictions on the walls, the sex workers apparently had bleak lives. The rooms had stone beds and no windows, no amenities whatsoever. So that's a little background into that, all that stuff. I have some list of like weird things that they found that we can talk about. But what we're really going to get to into is some graffiti that show like the everyday life which is awesome. The weirdest thing, they found a, a butchered giraffe bone, like an exotic meat that they were eating. That's weird. They found... Where would they have gotten the giraffe from? Egypt? Oh, yeah, I guess... Wait, Across no. Across the Mediterranean? Yeah, I guess it makes sense. Africa? Africa, there, yeah. yeah. Uh, they had master and slave armbands, so they found these, like, golden bands that, was, that said from the master to the slave. So it was like if you liked your slave, you'd give them armbands. Hmm. Um, it's a lot of weird stuff. Pompeii was so cool. When we went, you could see like the nice houses and then the shanties and, and all that stuff. Um, I really wish that we went, I was in Naples for a weekend when I lived in Rome and I went with my Italian class. Like our Italian, Italian instructors wanted to take us there as a group mm-hmm. and show us around and show us the differences in dialect. Um, but we didn't have time to go to Pompeii. It's a bummer. We didn't plan on going with my family. It was like, oh, let's just go here. We stopped, and we just got a tour guide off the side of the street, and it was one of my favorite things. In the entrances of houses, there's drawings of dogs, and it says, beware of the dog. The crazy thing is, like, life in 79 AD, and you see the similarities to now, just in, like, thought and words. Like, beware of dog. That's something that's been on the front of houses for, uh, let's just say, 2000 and 18 years. We know of that. Um, yeah. All right. So you ready to do this graffiti? There's a list of graffiti. And I told Katie to choose out ones that she liked and she wanted to talk about. And I wrote down a bunch that I liked and I wanted to talk about. So this is graffiti from Pompeii. And the, the walls were written on everywhere because it was like they used it as graffiti. But they also kind of just used it to communicate. Yeah. Which is some of those I found fascinating. Yeah. All right. Give us what, give us one. Well, I'd like to say, start off by saying it was funny reading them. The first one I wrote down, I thought it was really funny the moment I read it because it was like a bunch of random vulgar comments, like so-and-so knocked me up, blah, you know, all kinds of stuff. And then all of a sudden, this is what I read. Satura was here on September 3rd. And all I could think of was like, you know, how we used to write. Katie was here. Jimmy mm-hmm. was here. And yeah. I thought that was so funny. I know. There but was... then it turned out that was like really common. There were a lot of those. Yeah, there were As a lot I of those. As I went farther down the list, I was like, oh, this is just a thing they did. Like, this is a way of them logging in. I want to know what they were writing with. Yeah, it'd be Because like, did to... everyone have this piece? Were they just picking up rocks and writing? I don't know. That's a good question. Did they have ink and people had, everyone had access uh, that's what the well, one. I think of the, if it was, it couldn't have been ink because then the ink wouldn't have 
there's no way ink would have lasted through. Like it had to be carved into the side of homes if they were to how like how how else would they have found it? Yeah, I don't know. Um, so that was one, and that was on the exterior of the house of Menadar. Menad, oh, I can't even read my own handwriting. That's All right, one. give us another one. Uh, on this on the bar of Athiticus, Athiticus. I screwed the barmaid. Yeah. it's <laughs> a good one. I have that one on my list, too. It was very simple. Hey, <laughs> I like this bar. I screwed the barmaid. House nice of... Nice Yelp review. House of the... V- 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 I like I like that they listed where they were because then you know that it's not just like on the side of a bar or a... I think the archaeologist listed where they were. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and just the people that were writing it didn't write like the bar. I'm not explaining no, it to you. I'm explaining it to people listening. Oh, oh, okay. I figured they wouldn't. Okay. Uh, so on the house of something, Adam, <laughs> Adamitis got me pregnant. Do you think she's calling him out, or do you think That's it's just do you think it's excitement um, having Adamitis' child, mm-hmm. or do you think she's like that bastard got me pregnant? If you want to yeah, know who knocked me up, it's on the side of a house. So it's I want to think like it was maybe on on his parents house side of his parents house or his wife's house and like he was having an affair and knocked this woman up and she was pissed about it so she wanted the whole village to see yeah i don't know let's do all the ones that we we both if you think chose. about it, it's like facebook it's like how people put people on blast on facebook and yeah. write on their walls and this is actual walls literal walls let's do all the ones that we chose that were in houses first because i liked some that just kind of had house rules like the House of Moralist, it said, postpone your tiresome quarrels if you can, or leave and take them home with you. Don't bring your drama to my house, basically. Yeah. A lot of them are, are seem very Shakespearean, very poetic, like just yeah, you lines wonder how of that poetry. Tra- you wonder how the, the translation gets in there as well. Yeah, yeah. But I like I like that one. Like just like that is so there would be there's probably an Etsy sign that says the same thing. Yeah, probably. Someone has up in their house. Like I like the ones that are just highly relatable. Um, I like this one on the house of Ali. It said, "The city block of Ari Pali in the possession of Naus Alus Nuitus Maus is available to rent from July first. There are shops on the first floor, upper stories, high class rooms, and a house." A person interested in renting this property should contact Primus, the slave of Alias Nigidus Mutus. Just, uh, you know. That's just a Craigslist ad right there. Craigslist ad right on the wall. Crazy. That's how you would rent houses. Just the fact that people would rent houses in 7980. Like everything about how relatable that is, it blows my mind. It seems like Roman society, Pomp, Pom, or yeah, Pompeii society was very, very ahead of the times. Seems like they if, uh, there's a lot of parallels between their society and ours. Yeah, I mean, but it's like, have all societies just been the same? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. Just no. <laughs> oh, okay. That's all I have to say to that. Um, I have one more from a house that just says, in the house of Centenary, it says... Once you are dead, you are nothing. Jesus. Again, existential in Pompeii. 
So they weren't Catholics then? Well, this specific person wasn't. Maybe Wait, was Catholicism even a... No, I don't think it was... No, it didn't even exist then. Well, it was after... It was after after Christ. Yeah, but I don't know. But that one uh, blew my mind. Like, well, people are... People are getting deep in 79 AD. It's just crazy. Uh, All right. I like this one. It's basically, this was like a text message. Near the rear entrance vestibule of the house of Menadir. Nuceria, look for Novelia Primogenia near the Roman gate in the prostitutes district. I saw that one too. Just like an away message. Yeah. Or, hey, I'm, uh, (laughs) I'm at the Roman gate by the prostitutes district. Or, well, actually, like Novelia was looking for you. Go there. Go over to Novelia's house, and that's how she lets you know she's not there. Had to Wait, communicate. And that they that. even had a prostitute. They had a red light district. Yeah, there was what? What did I say? Like forty something brothels or something like that. One forty, I forget. What I just read it, but I forget. Did you have any others? No, just those three. Oh, I have so many. I was fascinated by all of this. Okay, give us two more. Two more. Three more. I have so many. Okay, here are some good ones. Uh, I made bread relatable like why'd they i guess maybe it's like the equivalent of someone posting their dinner on facebook oh it was in the gladiator barracks so maybe that was their chore like hey uh, don't make bread i already made bread oh uh, um on the wall in the street thepolis don't perform oral sex on girls against the city wall <laughs> like a funny. dog i like that one that was funny <laughs> call, i saw you do it last week man. Was, <laughs> calling you out come on we all saw it knock it off here's another life lesson a small problem gets larger if you ignore it that was in the basilica. Do you know what a bas- basilica basilica is? It's a it's a, a church, I think. Oh, it looks like a main big hallway. Oh. Now that means probably a, lot, a big meeting place for people. There's a lot of funny ones. Well, think from of the, like St. Peter's Basilica. Yeah, there's a lot of funny ones from the basilica. There's uh, Phileros is a eunuch. <laughs> 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 that one got me made me laugh. Uh, in the basilica. Uh, go hang yourself, Cornelius. Jesus. <laughs> just, just Pompeian shit talking. I like a that. A lot of shit talking. What about this one? The one who buggers a fire burns his penis. That's brilliant. Fine. If you fuck a fire, you're going to get burned. If you fuck fire, yeah. your penis will be burned. Yes, yes. I like this one. Eupapra is not good at ball games. What kind of ball games did they have? That's then? why I was like, they played ball games in Pompeii. That's. Uh, and he goes like they hit a they hit a a ball of mud, of dried mud with a stick. I don't know. I don't know. I googled Pompeii ball games and nothing came up. So, I don't know. Um. Okay. Yeah, let me see if I can run through. What about this one? This was at an inn, so it was like a a hotel, and on the door it said, "We have wet the bed, host." I confess we have done wrong. If you want to know why, there was no chamber pot. (laughs) (laughs) So F you for not putting out a chamber pot. I just peed in your bed. Yeah. So next time, just give us a bathroom and then we won't piss on the bed. About this one. Hey, Chai, Chai, I hope your hemorrhoids rub together so much that they hurt worse than they ever have before. That, that was person the, must have been really mad. It was in the basilica. Like that's like, something that they just came up with out of pure frustration. Like they couldn't even think of anything better. Just like, ugh. Yeah. So, ugh. Yeah. That's all. And then uh, two more. 
this is a bench outside the Marine gate. If anyone sits here, let him read this first of all. If anyone wants to screw, he should look for Addis. She cost four Caserti. So call Addis for a good time. Basically, you still see those in bathroom stalls. Yeah, that hasn't changed. Yeah. It's weird. Society how... has not evolved since ancient Roman times. Yeah. And that now is you... pretty sad. And now you have in the gladiator barracks in the gladiator barracks, you have your big hulking meathead gladiator who wrote Floronius privileged soldier of the seventh legion was here. The women did not know of his presence. Only six women came to know too few for such a stallion. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) Floronius sucked. He was the worst. No one liked him. (laughs) Six women got conned. (laughs) (laughs) Those poor women. Yeah. So I don't know. I found that graffiti fascinating. Because it was so, even the mundane ones were even more interesting. All of Italy now still has, is covered in graffiti. Yeah. So it must get, be like an Italian thing. You got to get the word out. Well, I don't know. Like New York in the 80s was covered in graffiti. If they don't care about it, I guess they just don't care about it. But like ancient buildings in Rome. I remember walking around the streets of Rome and seeing buildings that have been there for. I don't know how long, hundreds and hundreds of years. Now they got like spray paint? And they've got spray paint. Yeah, that sucks. Covering them. That's a bummer. Yeah. Well, now we've learned something about Pompeii. If you ever go to Italy, go to Pompeii. It's awesome. It is awesome. All right, Caitlin. Next up, (coughs) we have Katie. Happy headlines. I like this first one. First we have, Fortnite creator is buying thousands of acres of forest to stop it from being cut down. Then he's going to... Go you. He's going to make his own Fortnite world and charge people to come play. And then people are going to die and, you know, kill each other. Well, that might just be... Badass. Not badass. What's the word I'm looking for? Terrible. Uh, Natural selection at its finest. Oh, okay. Saudi teen who fled family very, very happy to be in her new home after landing in Toronto, Canada. Nice. Nice. Good for the Saudi team. It's really sad to think that her, she had to flee from her family. Yeah, her family's probably very, very sad that their daughter had to flee. Well, probably not. She fled from them. Maybe they wanted to flee too. Well, no, but it says fled from... Okay, anyways. Oh, I get you. The family was bad. Yes. Mom learns foster baby is her adopted son's sister, so she adopts her as well. Wow. Kind of kind of tied right there. What else are you going to do? Yeah. Oh, but we don't really like her that much. Do we have to? Yeah. Bummer. <laughs> Missing 13-year-old Jamie Kloss found alive in Wisconsin. Wow, Jimmy, you... <laughs> cool. What are the circumstances surrounding this? Really bad. Do you want to hear? No. Okay, there's terrible. Happy obviously. headlines. Well, I just, I, just, I just copy and paste the headlines. That's a terrible story, but at least she's alive. That's good. Well, okay, now I want to hear it. She, she, I think she was kidnapped, and the kidnapped or killed both her parents in front of her. 
They found her parents dead in October, and she wasn't there. And they think signs were that she witnessed it, but they thought she was still alive. So it's been over maybe two months. No, all of, no, all of November, all of December. Did they find the people who did it? No, there's no updates yet, but I'm interested in it. Where did it happen? Wisconsin. Says oh, that. Wisconsin, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Well, they said they found her alive in Wisconsin. That could mean she came from anywhere, yeah. but was found in Wisconsin. Maybe she uh, fled from Saudi as well. <laughs> okay. Small Irish burger joint wins Big Mac trademark battle against McDonald's. Woohoo! Yeah! It's a burger joint Good for called, you guys! Uh, it's a burger joint called Super Mac. Oh, okay. And uh, I think McDonald's was just trademarking everything that had Mac in it. And they're like, we're yeah. Irish. Like, you know, we got Mac in our name. Yeah. Which I think is actually Scottish, right? McDougal. Mc- I think it's Scottish. I think it's Celtic. I think it's oh, both. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, former homeless man becomes London's top bus driver. Nice. Yeah, good for that guy. Yeah. That's like oh, 10 points to Gryffindor right there. 10 points to Gryffindor. Those are the happy headlines. That's all we had. Wasn't that many today. It was a sad week for everyone. <sighs> yeah. Oh. Except we which, got snow. That yeah, wasn't sad. That was happy. Which leads us... I'm ro- oh, sorry. I didn't want... Go on. Which leads us into our next segment. Indulgences. Before you disperse, I would beg your indulgence for a moment. Yes, what were you going to say? You forgot to add it on the list of indulgences, so this would be my segue in our first one. I didn't put any on the list, so. You did. You put Tombstone. That was from last week. I was going to say we did that last week. Um, I would have to say our indulgence for this week, our combined indulgence for this week, would be the new Ninja air fryer pressure cooker thing. Food recipe. We were just reading the food recipe book. It came with the recipe book, but I think the, the device itself should be our indulgence because we've already made three meals in it that turned out pretty bomb diggity. Bomb diggity. What did we make? We made the roasted chicken. Well, we made the, the grilled cheese. Oh, the grilled cheese. Yeah. Forgot about that. That was good. Yeah. Go get a, an air fryer food ninja. I got it for Christmas and we're really putting it to use. The dinner we made today was a chili rub chicken breast. It was a whole chicken. But it was just separated. Yeah, but it was like a chili rub with chimichurri sauce. Did I say that right? Chimichurri, yeah. Chimichurri sauce, and then I made veggies on the side. But it like makes it crispy because it's air crisper, but it's not unhealthy because you don't have to fry it or anything. You don't have to put tons of oil or... No, you just put like a teaspoon of oil on that air yeah. crisp it. That was so, so delicious. I, I didn't know... Th- I thought it was going to be okay. Because now, in comparison, the roast chicken we made is like, eh. Meh. We made a full roast chicken at the time. We I like, liked the roast chicken. I think we just need to find a. Uh, well, we maybe instead to... of maybe instead of pressure cooking it, we could just do the air fryer like we did with. That'd be a. This chicken, it would just take longer. I wonder if you could. Yeah, but the air fryer. Go to go to follow me on Instagram. I usually post whenever I cook. I don't do a good job posting. I don't think people enjoy it, but I continuously do it. <laughs> he really does it for himself, but it's always nice to know that other people enjoy it too. So. It's kind of my whole life. Let him know. Yeah, it's kind of everything he lives for. So I do things that I want to do, and then I comment. just like hope people will enjoy them, <laughs> so that I can keep doing them. You should see the sparkle, the twinkle in his eye, as he said that. The twinkle of hope in his eyes. <laughs> well, it was good. Do you uh, watch any shows or read any books? 
Are you doing um, a podcast or anything today, this week? Oh, I started watching that show, Sex Education. I just read a tweet show. that said episode five was the best episode of television ever. That was oh. one person's opinion. I haven't even gotten that far. It kind of stopped after episode two and a half. Um, I liked it, though. It's, it's definitely not, it's like a rated R show. Mm-hmm. Sex education is what it's called, so. I mean, yeah, but it's like set in high school. It's a high school setting. Mm. So you think like, oh, this is going to be like a teen show. I definitely think teens would like it mm-hmm. and benefit from it. But um, it is, yeah. It's pornographic. Like, there's def- oh, it's sex. There's sex scenes. It's nudity. Yeah. Oh, so it really is sex education. Mm-hmm. Wow. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Are they attractive actresses and actors? Um. No. Yeah. Take- no. The mom. The mom is That's what's no. her name? The mom is what's her name from X Files, and she's like hot. I think she's gorgeous. The what's her name from X Files? Um, she was in. She's in one of those British British procedurals that you watch. Um, Proce- British? What you just say? Like British. Um, Did you say procedurals? Yeah. Is that a term? Yeah. Oh, um, I know what you're talking about. She was in the the fall, whatever it was called. Yeah. She's she's bleach blonde in this. She's show. older, isn't she? Yeah. What's your point? I don't know. That was rude, I guess, of me. Yeah, that was really rude. She's really good looking. You think she's really attractive? Look up her picture and pull up a picture of Gillian her. Gillian Anderson is, yes. her, is her name. Gillian. Yeah. You think it's Gillian? No, I think it's Gillian. Um, this, is, this is what she looks like in the show. Yeah, I'm not into that. I think she's got a beautiful face, and I love her hair like that. Oh yeah, go to no, go to not a fan of that at all. This is terrible. The people listening can't see what we're looking at. Well, you guys go look it up. We're on Google right now. We typed in her name, and now we're typing in Jillian no, Anderson. No, no, no. Sexy. Jimmy, you're not listening to me. Type in sex education. I found like we found naked pictures of her. Well, this is terrible podcasting. <laughs> we can edit this out. Nah, sex education. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I I just don't. Is that what she looks like? She she's like, nah. I think she's really pretty. Wow. She's pretty, but so we've got different okay, tastes so in women. There's huh? a difference between someone being pr- pretty and me being interested in watching them have sex. <laughs> oh, I don't. Which is what I. As asked. far as I know, we don't see her having sex. We know she has sex, but we don't see it. Wow. So she's just like a hot mom. She's it was like a all milf. All for naught. It was all for naught. Ugh. Anyways, we watched my one of my favorite movies, Days and Confused, last night, but then we didn't finish it. We didn't watch finish that tonight. I fell asleep after like ten minutes in. No, I, I, I got a phone call, so um, I paused it. I was talking to Courtney about sales, and you fell asleep during that. Oh, did I? Yeah, you rolled oh. over. I felt bad, but <laughs> we're doing business. <laughs> I'm tired. True Detective came out. Uh, I'm doing recap episodes with my buddies at Six Pack Cinema. If you want to listen, because True Detective is awesome. Season three, so it's standalone though. You can watch it and not have seen a second of one or two. So go do that. I've got another indulgence. Let's hear it. Hold this. She's giving me her mic. I'm double mic'd right now. She's walking to the kitchen. A little hitching her giddy up. Well, she's running now to the kitchen and grabbing stuff. I don't know what she's doing. Thanks for listening. Did I sound louder now? Because I have both mics in front of my need ear. You need to take a picture of this, she this says. Works. What I have here before me 
is my coffee maker, my espresso maker. It's like the stovetop one, which I learned how to use when I lived in Italy, and it's my favorite way to make coffee. I've got my Cafe Bustello espresso, which I just recently found at the grocery store, and I really like it. And you know what's so funny is Reese Witherspoon just posted a picture of her Cafe Bustello can, too. So it's like wow. a thing. It's a thing. And so I've I always like make, had a crush on Reese, so. And I like to make my lattes with that. And then I add a little vanilla terrini, mm-hmm. vanilla flavoring syrup mm-hmm. to make a full vanilla latte at home for free. So that's and my indulgence. That's how I start every single day. I seriously look forward to it. The moment I wake up, I walk downstairs, I make my espresso, my latte, I sit at the table and I drink it while reading my book. And uh, it's the best way to start the day, got to say. Yeah. That uh, that red thing you're holding right now, what's it called? It is called... The general name for the device. Oh, I don't know. It's a stovetop espresso maker. Well, I don't clean that. I clean whatever dishes you leave sometimes, but I don't know how to clean that one. You got to... It's three pieces. So yeah. See, I'm out. You got to twist it in half. It. Half of it twist apart. The bottom compartment you put water into, and then there's a middle piece that's like a filter or a uh, cylinder or mm-hmm. what are they called a funnel that the water evaporates and goes up the water and then you put the coffee in that little piece the grounds in that little piece mm-hmm. and then it i don't really know how it works to be honest but it does something magical and then it floats up to the top part and it boils and it once it boils see inside the lid mm-hmm it kind of comes out of that little piece like a fountain. <laughs> She's very excited about this. I love it. It makes me happy. It gives me meaning. There you purpose. go. There you go. So. so everyone go make your version of whatever Katie's making. Yeah. What's the what's the one name for it? Cafe Latte? A Latte. A Latte. There it is. I didn't even know that. Well, yeah. Latte. Latte. All right. I think that's all. Uh, I want to watch Open Range with you, and I think that's about it. There's no other podcast. Oh, Conan O'Brien has a new podcast. If you like those comedians like Conan O'Brien, he had Mark Maron on, he had Will Ferrer on, he had Adam Sandler on. They're all really good. Here's a funny story that Adam Sandler, that's not going to work. She's trying to stack things up one stack. (laughs) Adam Sandler was on Conan's podcast, and they're neighbors. They live right next door to each other in Los Angeles, and their kids go to the same elementary school. And don't all the celebrities live in Los Angeles and have their kids going to the same school? I don't know if they're same neighbors private and go school? to the same school. I don't know. I think they're all neighbors, I don't think relatively it's like legit speaking. Everyone in the same. But anyway, so they're really good friends. And Conan told a story about he was sitting on the couch watching the Patriots game on Sunday, and all of a sudden he just hears, Conan! 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 And it was Adam Sandler with his daughters. And they walked in and like hung out. And they hung out for like seven minutes. And the kids went upstairs and played with each other. And then Adam Sandler was like, just what I thought. We're not welcome. And left. <laughs> it's like a whirlwind. <laughs> and then Adam Sandler said, like it told Conan, like every time I ride my bike past your house with my girls, because we go on bike rides, I just go, Conan, <laughs> Conan, <laughs> as he rides by, which was funny. And then Conan responded and said, I love when we're in like the elementary parents meetings and they're asking for chaperones and he'll just hear from the back, Conan's got it. (laughs) (laughs) 
So that was really funny because they're like actually good friends. So that was a good episode. I would love to be friends with Adam Sandler. Yeah, he seems like such a genuine guy. And my favorite thing about him is that he refuses to not wear uh, basketball shorts and T-shirts no matter where he goes. Yeah. (laughs) And like if I ever, ever have enough money and you don't care, I guess, then that's going to be my life. Because they asked, Conan asked him, like, you don't dress up. Like you come to my Christmas party and you don't dress up. And it's always a big thing. And Adam's like, I just want to be comfortable. Do you want me to be happy and funny and having a good time? Or do you want me to be in a suit sitting down in the corner miserable? And that is to a T how my life works. Which my family is just now accepting. Yeah. That was the first time when we went to my cousin's house and I asked what the dress code was. And I think Courtney said, is dress in whatever makes you comfortable. I was like, oh, wow, that's fantastic. But they didn't realize that in saying that, it means sweatpants and a no, t-shirt. No, no, <laughs> I wore I wore like jeans and like uh, not a button down, but like another nice shirt, like a t-shirt and a, a sweater over, like a collared sweater over it. You're comfortable in that? More comfortable than a suit, a, a button down shirt. There's yeah, no way yeah. to sit on the couch in a button down shirt and be comfortable. Yeah, Jimmy has no control over his. Um, he has no control over his attitude. Is that the right word? When he's uncomfortable. So if he's hot or if he's in a suit, he cannot control how he behaves. <laughs> it's like, I just get really grumpy because it's really, it's like, it's like dealing with a toddler who no, has you know, taken like, a nap. Girls, girls use that excuse when they're hungry a lot. Oh, I'm hungry. You just don't deal. I get so ang- angry. But that's get- something that happens within your body that does alter your mood so when i'm sweating my ass off in jean pants and sweating in my armpits you think women are comfortable in tight push-up bras and tight tight dresses and heels no but i don't think that pertains to the situation I'm it just does saying, we can still have a good time and all that yeah but i'm yeah i know but what about when you're hungry a lot of girls can't control that or we're when, talking about clothes or when here. they're tired yeah, I'm not talking about clothes. I'm relating it to something else that is the same. Because clothes don't bother you, but being hungry bothers you. Clothes don't bother Ritzy, but being tired bothers her, and she gets grumpy, and you get grumpy, and that's all yeah, acceptable. Yeah, okay, so everyone has their thing. being in tight clothes makes me grumpy. So everyone has things. It's just some are more acceptable in, to yes, large groups than go. others. Yeah. 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 I feel for you, babe. I mean, if I could, if I could just wear comfy clothes with you all the time... <laughs> I like comfy clothes, Jimmy. He's yeah. he's fun. Yeah. Suit Jimmy, not so fun. No, I hate suits. Suit so. Jimmy on a hot summer day. Oh my god. Yeah. Don't stand within. I don't like that guy either. He sucks. Him. I don't want to be around him ever. He's <laughs> <laughs> the worst. Just dripping sweat. You're just sweat. Vis- visibly uncomfortable. When you're wearing sweat. <laughs> when you're wearing full clothes and you can feel the beads of sweat dripping like down your back or down your leg, it's just disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. All right. Well, that ends this episode. And we're going to play a song by Boy Genius, which is a super group. Three fantastically talented young women who were solo acts and they toured so much together because they all sound the same because they're like, they sing slow songwriter type songs, like really slow. And they formed uh, and made an album. Their name is Boy Genius. And this is a song called Me and My Dog about, uh, you know, she was really in love, and then they broke up, and now it's just her and her dog, and she misses it. 
the coolest line here, she said, uh, uh, we had a great day even though we forgot to eat. Like, that's how much fun they're having together and they're in love. And then later on when they're broken up, she says, I want to be a meat... Um, I want to be emaciate, emaciated, 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 which is starving yeah. because so she wants to go back to being so happy. She's forgetting to eat because now she's sad and eating. It's a cool way of delivering. that. Yeah. Message. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. All right. Well, so here's uh, here's that song. Try your hardest. Do your best. Katie. Try your hardest. Do your best. Wow. Just a double up. It's a yep, quick double up. Here I got go. nothing. Me and my dog by Boy Genius. Thanks for listening, guys. Strategy, to be honest, is try your hardest, do your best. 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 We had a great day, even though we forgot to eat, and you had a bad dream, and we got.